Hey folks, who do you model in your life makes a lot of difference in who you end up becoming. Does this statement resonate with you? Probably it does. Today, I bring to you the aspect of self-ideals, which essentially means who is your role model and who are you really idealizing in your life? What does it mean and is it really important? Why should one really have self-ideals in life? Hey guys, this is Vivek Khandelwal and I'm going to get deeper into this podcast. Let me dive right into this. Well, one can always have different role models for different purposes in life. Self-ideal is an extremely important part of self-concept. Well, I'll be talking about self-concept in another podcast, but the reason I'm sharing this is because it's a very, very important concept for one to understand, for one to realize the real power which is there within oneself. It is your self-ideal that largely determines the direction in which you are going with your personal, professional, interpersonal, social, whatever life that we may really talk about. Let me share a small story about my myself. When I was a child, for me, my role models were my siblings, parents, grandparents, since this is where the true learning typically begins. As I went to school, my role models became my teachers and amongst them, obviously some favorite ones as well. Also parallel to this, were some special friends who used to inspire me in a variety of ways. Thus, role models not only evolve with time, but they also may be quite different depending upon the purposes that they typically serve. Gradually, as I began to take interest in my passion areas, my role models evolved because of their achievements in that space. So if I have to give a quick example, if you are someone who is passionate about sports, there are a variety of sports. If I look at, say, India as a country, cricket is a sport which is worshipped like a religion. You look at hockey, you look at baseball, you look at basketball, you know, you look at football. There's so many different kinds of sports that are available. And there are people who idealize the way some of the sportsmen play this kind of a sport. So what's very important is, as people start to take interest in their own passion areas, the role models start to evolve because of their achievements in that particular space. I'm sure like the way I have a story, if you start to look into your own self, you will also have a similar kind of a story. And the reason I'm sharing this is largely because the ideal self is an idealized version of your own self created out of out of what you have learned from your own life experiences, the demands of society and what you typically admire in your own role models. If your real self is far from this idealized image, so say for example, you love a sportsman, okay, and you aspire to be like him or like her. However, the kind of habits, patterns, practices that you typically follow is nowhere close to him or her. Then what will happen? The real self is far from the idealized image. It may typically lead to dissatisfaction and a lot of times people start to consider themselves as a failure. And this is where the problem typically begins. Because your self-ideal largely determines the direction in which you are going with your own life. It is actually a guiding light and it guides the growth and evolution 
of your own character as well as personality. A lot of times, the manner in which we interact with people, maybe first time, second time, third time, it all collectively creates an impression saying, okay, what do you first think about yourself? What is your self-belief? Do you really feel great about yourself? How do you really consider yourself amidst other people? How do you really put yourself amongst competition? How do you really put, put yourself in a group of people? Do you have a voice of your own? So your self-ideal is actually a combination of all the qualities and attributes of other people that you most admire. Your self-ideal is a description of the person you would very much like to be if you could embody the qualities that you most aspire amongst those set of people. Let me bring some linkages of this aspect called self-ideals or ideal self, the way we may like to read this, into the workplace as well as in the journey of a youth's career. When we look at young students who are studying in, say, class 11, class 12, or in the early years of their college, a lot of times in, in their formative years, if they don't start to believe great about themselves, if, if they don't start to look at what their talents are, what their passion areas are, at what their interest levels at an overall level really is, and if they get into that herd mentality, if they get into that comparison typically, what happens is they start to form incorrect image about themselves. And I've seen a lot of times the same thing happens even with working professionals that they have set their boundaries that, okay, they're only as good as this. They can't move beyond that. And because of all of these reasons, what happens is they get stuck into their own career. How do you really navigate out of this situation? One of the key aspects of navigating is to start setting challenging goals. Because as you set higher and more challenging goals, your self-ideal starts to improve. Not only that, it starts to improve, but it starts to crystallize at a completely different level. And when you set goals for the kind of person you want to be, forget about where you are now, whatever person that you want to be and the kind of life that you want to live, your self-ideal rises and then it becomes a greater guiding as well as motivating force in your life. Let me put some other examples. Self-ideal is something that determines the direction in which you are typically heading. Because the moment you have a clear direction because of your character, because of your personality, you start to move in that direction with full force. You strive towards excellence because what happens is you imbibe the qualities of say courage, confidence, perseverance, patience, forgiveness, because this is what you see in the real leaders. This is what you see in your idealized self, because this is what makes people become great. Over time, some of these qualities that, that you have instilled into yourself, they become a part of you. you. You might not always live up to the very best that you know, but you are constantly striving to be a better person in light of all of those qualities that I've just spoken. And in fact, everything that you start to do on a day-to-day -day basis is affected by you, know, you relating yourself to those activities that will take you to your ideal self. And you strive to you know, behave consistently in sync with them. You start to develop better clarity. As, as you start to have a stronger self-ideal, you start to have better cl clarity.
Successful salespeople always operate with clear ideals for themselves and also for their respective careers. They're not really fuzzy people. And they're also very clear about just being great in every part of their work. They're not the set of people who just continue to keep thinking. They're action takers. They want to take action in everything that they do. And then what happens? As a result of all of this, the future is truly unlimited. The most important thing for you to realize is that whatever anyone else has typically done or they have become in their life, you can do or become as well. All that you need to do is focus on yourself, focus on some of these aspects, which might be a deterrent today, courtesy you yourself. So to conclude improvements in your self-ideal, begin in your own imagination. And in your own imagination, there are no limits except the ones that you truly accept. I wish you the best of the times ahead of you. Cheers. God bless. Bye-bye.